You are listening to episode five of the Memoir Method podcast, the place for writers, readers, and anyone who appreciates the collective power of our stories. In this podcast, we explore the impact of memoir alongside an examination of writing techniques and strategies used in the genre. Whether you're an aspiring writer looking for inspiration and guidance, or a passionate reader seeking meaningful connections through shared experiences, the Memoir Method podcast is your go-to conversation spot. I'm your host, Charlotte, editor, writer, and the heart behind Bookish Edits. And today, we're talking about why you actually aren't too young to write a memoir. Let's get started. In spring of 2023, the publisher Flatiron Books announced a mystery celebrity memoir. All they announced was that it was coming out. It had an unusual release date. It was a Sunday. And they gave us the page count and the price. And that was it. They didn't announce anything else. And the internet went wild. The prevailing deduction in my online circles was that the memoir belonged to Taylor Swift. Can you imagine? And all of the clues were there. It all actually fit very well. It seemed like a very... A strategic move for her to do while she's on her heiress tour. It made it made a lot of sense. And then I started seeing these varied criticisms that, well, Taylor Swift is too young to write a memoir. And what would she even write about? Because she's in her 30s. And I, I stopped and I was like, excuse me? Taylor Swift is one of the most prolific music artists of the 21st century. And she's redefined how artists can engage in a, in a cutthroat music industry. At the time of this recording, Taylor has just completed her stateside heiress tour, which currently has grossed $2.2 billion. She has used her life to fuel her music, forcing her into the crossfires of misogyny. She has everything to write about. So Taylor, if you're listening, please write your memoir or hire a good ghostwriter to write your memoir because I will buy it. And it just it blew my mind that that this guess was getting so much heat because, well, I hope it's not Taylor Swift. What would she even write about? That's just the most insane thing I've ever heard. Side note, it, the memoir was not by Taylor Swift. It, the Flatiron announced a little bit later that it is it was put out by a K-pop band, BTS, which I am not familiar with. The criticism that young people don't have anything to write about is not new. Uh, Several years ago, in 2015, there was an article published in the New York Times by Leslie Jameson, and she addresses the question, should there be a minimum age for writing a memoir? She takes a great look into this gatekeeping of in publishing and of stories. And the pull quote at the beginning just hits home exactly what I am so passionate about. Uh, She says, it seems silly to pretend that nothing meaningful happens to the young. And then she goes into a great article about the value of our stories, of our young stories. She breaks down the fallacies inherent in this perspective by saying, the narratives we tell about our own lives are constantly in flux. Our perspectives at each age are differently valuable. What age gains and remove, it loses in immediacy. The younger version of a story gets told at closer proximity with more fine-grained texture texture and less aerial perspective. She continues, I believe in all these versions of a story. I even believe we might usefully return to some of our own stories more than once. I believe in multiplicity and I believe in urgency. I believe we tell our stories when we need to tell them. 
and that raw grief, raw bliss, raw aftermath have their own stories to tell. I will link to the full article in the show notes. It is worth a read. It's not that long, but she makes this case so beautifully, and and I'm grateful to be able to contribute to this conversation. So with that in mind, I want to talk about a writer I worked with last fall. She uh, had recently turned 30, and she wanted to write a memoir about her 20s. And I was talking to her about this, and she really wanted to write with the immediacy of that decade. It was a really defining decade for her, and she was reflecting on it, and she wanted to write about it. And I find so much value in that preservation of a time in your life. And she also wanted to reach readers who are in her demographic. She had a very specific reader in mind, and it made a lot of sense for her to write a memoir about her 20s when she's in her 30s. And so here's the thing. If she wrote about those same events when she's 50, she would write a different memoir because her perspective would be different. But one perspective, writing from when you're 30 or writing from when you're 50, is not inherently better or more valuable than the other. Perspective is a neutral lens, not a measure of moral superiority. So these readers, who I think, at least in this area, are a little elitist, drives me bonkers, they have one thing wrong. Not every memoir is going to be a good fit for them just like any other genre. This is no different. And so it's okay if a memoir written by a 30-year-old about her 20s is not going to be a good fit for you. You might not be the target audience for that. And so that's fine. That doesn't mean that this writer shouldn't write this. And we're going to go further into this. The truth is that a young memoirist is not likely going to write for her elders. She's going to write for her peers. Millennials and Gen Zers are navigating uncharted territory in terms of social media, the economy and job markets, and climate change, among a host of other societal shifts. We want to feel connection with someone who understands the immediacy of our lived experience, and a young memoirist can forge that bridge in a way that someone who's older might have a harder time doing. When generations try to gatekeep the value of our stories, because that's exactly what this is, it's gatekeeping who is allowed to write our story and who isn't. When that gatekeeping happens, they cut themselves off from a bigger world. Yes, young people can and should learn from their elders. And elders can and should also pay attention to the world's younger generations. We have things to say. Our favorite wizarding headmaster, Albus Dumbledore, from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, said that youth cannot know how age thinks and feels, but old men are guilty if they forget what it was to be young. The point of memoir, and we we will talk about this over and over and over again, the point of memoir is to connect. If a memoir written by someone younger is going to connect with different readers, that's great. And they can also connect with older readers. That is also great. Everyone's stories have the power to connect. And just because someone is younger than another writer does not mean that they are excluded from being able to share their stories. And when it comes to our own lives, all versions of ourselves are valuable and worthy of sharing. I think that this writer I worked with last year, she is going to, in, in 20, 30 years, 
She's going to look back at what she's written and be really grateful for what she was able to preserve at about that moment in time. Maybe she'll even write something else, something new about that same period with the, with the benefit of, of time and, and perspective, a different perspective. But that doesn't mean that what she has to write now isn't worth writing. Your memoir is going to connect to different readers depending on when you write it and what you write about. But all memoir is a valid expression of experience and self. I have some advice for the young memoirist because I am so happy that you are here. You deserve to be here. And frankly, this advice can apply to any person writing a memoir, but I'm going to speak specifically to younger writers. First off, you want to examine your motives. Why are you writing? So many writers, almost every writer I have worked with has expressed how healing it is to write their memoir, to write their experience, to think about their story as a narrative and to put it together in new ways. And they're right. It is incredibly healing to be able to engage with your story in this specific way. And sometimes the content that we produce and we are healing is not content that that needs to be published. Sometimes that content is really just for us to heal. So be if you are writing to heal, write to heal, but don't I, I would put publication and memoir to the side for now so that you can focus on healing. Because, and we're going to hit this hard in this section of the episode, memoirs based in connection and writing to heal, that is connecting with yourself. Absolutely. And that is a beautiful and a wonderful thing for a writer. Sometimes that might be harder for the reader to connect with if it's not executed with the reader in mind. So remember that you're writing for a reader and, and figure out why you are writing. Are you writing to set the record straight? Are you writing because you're upset? Are you writing to out of revenge or for pity? And to be to be straight, I have not met any writers in my circle who have that's been their primary motive. Those are not the writers who are attracted to bookish edits and what I do here. There are writers who do that, and I've seen them uh, in. Facebook communities and different areas of the internet. That is not why you should be writing. If that is kind of your main purpose in writing, I recommend going back to the healing component and work on that. But if your motive is based in connection, then you're good to go. That's literally all that matters. It does not matter how old you are. What matters is why you are writing. I want to have a note on healing, uh, kind of going further into that. You need to give yourself space and time to heal before you can effectively write to connect. You need to care for yourself first. And here's how to figure out if you are writing to heal or if you're writing to connect. Because you may not, it, it may be hard to discern what your motive is because you can, you may still be feeling the intense relief of healing and that catharsis and you're able to see the value in your story and what it brings to other people. So if you are kind of figuring out, okay, well, am I writing to heal? Am I writing to not? I don't know if there is one direct way to know if you have 
officially healed from an experience or a time. Well, there's no like one switch. You can be like, I am all better now. Check in with yourself and see how you're doing. I want to spend a minute and talk about how to know whether or not you are healed enough to really write effectively. And this is a tricky question with an answer that's not really an answer. As we consider what it means to heal before you write to connect, I want to use an analogy. Let's say that you incurred a foot injury that needed surgery. So you needed surgery on it and the recovery may take anywhere from four to eight weeks. And that's four to eight weeks of non-weight bearing activity. So you have a scooter, you have to keep your foot up. It's kind of a big deal and it consumes a lot of your focus. Your body's a lot more tired because it's trying to channel all you channel its energy into healing your foot. And, and that's kind of an intense time of recovery and it can kind of feel like it's going to be forever. And, and then you go in for a checkup and your doctor says, Hey, things are looking great. Let's put you in a boot. And so you're in a boot and that could take anywhere from another four to six weeks. And as you're starting to use your foot in this way, you're realizing, oh, this is starting to hurt again. Well, you may have started to feel better at the tail end of that initial phase of recovery when you couldn't put any weight on it. Now that you do have to use it more, it's aching a little bit more. You might need to go back to some of the painkillers. You you need to put your foot up and then you're able to wear orthopedic shoes. And that's another adjustment. And the pain kind of comes back sometimes it swells sometimes. You, you notice the shifts and you have good days and you have days that are still kind of hard and it's it's progress, but it's also nuanced progress. You have some days that are difficult, some days that aren't. As you move forward, sometimes you feel like you're set back a little bit. It's not straightforward, even though you're making progress. And the same can be said for and the same can be said for for healing from an experience or trauma as you prepare to write about it. You need to focus on that initial recovery and you may have ebbs and flows with how you feel about it. So allow your writing to take cues from that internal process. Some days you may feel like you can write about it and talk about it with people from a from a place of healing. And then the next week you may need to pause because you're not in the place where you can connect. You need to kind of refocus back on yourself. So it is okay. When I say heal first, I mean, be mindful and don't put pressure on yourself to write if you're not feeling it. And if you are writing to heal and that's therapeutic, be mindful of what you want to put into a memoir, what you want to put into the world and what is best left for your own private reflections. I want to really just double down on this connection purpose of memoir. We need to write to connect. It doesn't matter how old you are. We write to connect and especially memoir. We write our memoirs to connect with each other. And I cannot overemphasize how imperative it is to write your memoir from a place of connection. This connection can show up in a lot of different ways too. It can show up as a way to educate, to empathize, to empower, to advocate. But the core of your writing needs to be defined by connection. 
and any other motive, again, regardless of how old you are, will result in a distant, unrelatable manuscript. So ask yourself, what about your story can help someone else? What about my story is universal? It is okay to acknowledge that your perspective may shift as you age, but that doesn't invalidate what you have to share now. The point of a memoir is to connect, and anyone of any age can connect. So moving forward, can we please just ditch the narrative or the idea that only people who have reached a certain age are allowed to write and publish a memoir? Can we can we do away with that? It's not serving anyone. It's not serving readers, and it's certainly not serving writers. Don't let anyone tell you that you do not have the right to write a memoir. That is complete and utter baloney, especially if you are Taylor Swift. Let's not gatekeep this space, guys. We do not need to gatekeep memoir writing or stories. There is space for everybody. There is space for everyone's story. And age does not have to factor into the validity of a story. It will factor into the perspective of a story, and that can really add an interesting angle, depending on how old you are and what you're writing about. And it's all worthy of writing and sharing. Thank you so much for listening to my thoughts about this. I would love to know your thoughts about age and memoir. If you are a writer who is struggling to feel like a writer, and this happens to writers of any age, you might be interested in my audio course, A Story Worth Writing, Become the Writer You Want to Be. This is an immersive audio course designed to unleash your ideas and your writing potential without resorting to generic writing tips or fluffy writing exercises. In A Story Worth Writing, I pull back the curtain on the writing process and show you the exact steps you need to take to start seeing yourself differently and start writing. From understanding how our thoughts impact our writing to thoughtful writing exercises designed to grease your wheels and get you thinking and writing, I'm giving you all the secrets I have to getting yourself into the right headspace. So you can head to the link in my show notes to check that out. It is only $19 and it is one of my favorite resources that I've created just designed to meet you where you are right now so that you can start seeing yourself as a writer. Whether you are a younger writer or an older writer, I am so glad that you are here. And I am so looking forward to all the different kinds of conversations that we get to have together in this community. If you want to connect beyond the podcast, you can find me, Charlotte, at charlotte.edits.books on Instagram or at my website, bookishedits.com. You've just listened to episode five of the Memoir Method podcast. The Memoir Method podcast is presented by Bookish Edits. If you liked what you heard, the best way to support the show is to subscribe through your preferred podcast player. And if you're feeling especially inspired, I'd love it if you left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review really does help other readers and writers like yourself find the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time. And remember that you have a story that matters.